Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One Star Rewind. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another riveting episode of One Star Rewind. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Corey, and I am here with Robert today. And Robert um, is with Runs, I, I don't know the adjective here to use, with the law firm Callahan and King. Yeah. So it's your law firm with with King. Yeah, <laughs> Chris King Chris is my King. partner. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and you guys own and run that law firm together yep. here in uh, Waco, Texas. Yeah. Um, pleasure coming on, Robert. This Thank is you. so cool to have you here. Glad to be here. Yes, Thank sir. You. Yes, sir. Um, would love, always, always, we start off, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself um, and then how uh, you and um, King, what is this, Chris? Chris, Chris You King. know, started started the, the law firm together. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm a little bit of a unique creature in that I knew that I was going to be a lawyer when I was 11. Okay. Um, I've always had a really uh, strong meter for justice. Cool. And so went to Baylor Law School. Okay. Um, it was actually kind of funny. I never intended to come to Texas. I never intended to live in Waco. I never wanted to go to Baylor. I actually remember standing on a, a friend's couch in, in her living room and declaring that I wasn't going to come to Waco or Texas or Baylor. Wow. And so now where did you grow up? Everywhere. My everywhere. father was Air Force. Okay. Air Force. So, so moved our, around a lot. Yeah. So his last duty station was in Spokane, Washington. That's oh, where I was living at the time. And, and I tell this story and, and everyone in the room remembers it. It's just like, yeah. you never dare God mm-hmm. on what you, you are and aren't going to do. It's <laughs> very true. It's so, very true. Yeah. So, you know, fast forward, you know, a few months later, here I am in Waco living in Texas, going to Baylor law school, cool. um, finished in 2006, um, wanted to do do work with like the International Justice Mission or the sure. um, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Cool. Um, doors didn't open right away. Got into the district attorney's office. Thought, hey, I'll do this for a couple of years. Fell in love with being a prosecutor. Okay. Thought, I'm never going to do anything different than this. Sure. Um, was doing it for four years. Prosecuted every kind of case that you can think of. Yeah. Um, but there was a change of guard um, with the district attorney's office. Uh, my boss was ushered out. New uh, DA came in. Okay. Um, so I didn't have a place there. Opened up my own practice in 2011. Okay. And then partnered with Chris in 2013. Okay, gotcha. And so we've just been rocking and rolling ever since. That's so great. We've grown from, I mean, man, th- this room that we're in 
Uh, this looks to be about, I would say, like a 10 by 18, something like that. Oh, not even that. This is probably 10 by 10, maybe okay. 10 by 8, something like that. Yeah, so my my first office was on the third floor of the Liberty Building above Cafe Cappuccino. Oh, yeah. And it was 10 by 14, no windows. Oh, man. And okay. <laughs> you really getting to work with no windows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a different experience. My wife wow. and I painted the walls uh, like this orangish Tuscan yellow so that cool. I could have like the semblance of daylight, you know? <laughs> For Pretend, pretend yeah. like there's yeah. something in there. I love and it. So, I mean, it's just amazing to see where we've come since then. Cool. I mean, now we've got five attorneys, including Chris yeah. and myself. We've got six professional staff. Sure. We've got a cadre of interns. and just it's incredible. It's, we own the building that we're working in and just loving right. the work that we're doing. Man, that's awesome. I love that. Okay, so back up. Okay, so... I've I've seen my Law and Orders and shows like that. So so, but just just for the the dun, dun. yeah, done <laughs> done. Just to bring it down for me. So prosecutor and then the defense. Those are yeah. the two sides of the coin, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so prosecutor. I'm trying. I'm remembering the line from the the the, the TV show. But so the prosecutors will get the case, and their job is to basically uh do what like the, the yeah. defense is defending somebody prosecution's working for the state yeah and they're trying to win their side of the case and the yeah. defense is representing whoever the prosecution yeah. is trying to go after or no, whatever you got it. You, is yeah, that how that yeah. works yeah you're okay, right cool yeah. okay got yeah, that yeah, yeah. so then that's when you were working for the state then you open your own law firm right do you is it still like prosecution and defense or, oh, or do you just point. No, try um, any cases or how does that work? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so no, I, as a defense attorney, which is primarily what I do within the firm, we, we handle all kinds okay. of things. We do family law, we do wills, we do traffic tickets, we do gotcha. uh, nonprofits, we do all kinds of things. Okay. But what I'm concentrating on about 80% of my workload is criminal cases. Okay. Criminal um, cases. And so what that means is I'm defending someone against allegations that have been brought against them gotcha. by the okay. police vis-a-vis -vis the prosecutors. Perfect. Okay. So someone's coming to you saying, this has happened to me. I've, I've been wronged in this way. Yep. You know, I need you to defend me here and yep. you know, the law that in and out yep. and go there. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. I was trying to like understand, you know, the role of when you work for like the state or work for somebody in, in a prosecution role versus in your, you know, you're running your own law firm. Mm -hmm. Is it the same or is it different? So, right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we we're the we're responding to the allegations that have gotcha. been brought by law enforcement. OK, got you. And then Chris. So does Chris do similar? Yeah. Side as you okay? So yeah. when you team up together and 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 um, run a law firm and own a law like firm, Voltron. Together, like Voltron, yeah, like Voltron, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all the pieces come together and you're more powerful. I love it. I love it. Okay, sorry. I just like I feel like law is just obviously one of those things that everybody knows. You know, you you know what a, who a lawyer is. You, right. you you've all seen. You know, we've all seen courtrooms on TV. Yeah. But then as I, as I was thinking about this today, I was like, man, I really just don't know. That much, like I, I, it's, I'm probably asking like dumb questions no, today, not at all. you know. But um, it's all obviously super important and, and really good stuff to know. So, yeah. um, well, okay. Well, as we as we dive into the review here, um, and would you know, we, we say their name, uh, Elizabeth. This is this is common knowledge. You can go mm -hmm. onto Google and see these reviews here and read it for yourself. Um, uh, Elizabeth, so she she's coming to you. This was two years ago. Um, Elizabeth's left three reviews in her lifetime um, since we took a screenshot of this. So she's not left tons of reviews places. Um, we do like to, I know this sounds stupid, but we, the icon is an actual picture. Um, sometimes you'll see oh, yeah. people leave reviews where it's just like the letter J or whatever. And not saying they most account, but it's like, they just created this Google account right. just to leave a review yeah. and typically a bad one. And yeah. then, and then they kind of go off because they don't want anybody to know who they really are. Yeah. They're just trying to get some jab in. Right. So, but this person, this is, seems to be 
their their real Gmail account just yeah. you know by looking at it here. So um, before we read it, so Elizabeth was coming in for she needed help, right? She something happened. So she was the if I remember correctly the sister. Of okay. The, of the client. And there was actually two clients. Two clients. Okay. And so she, if I remember correctly, she was the sister and the family sort of gathered together to help pay for these two brothers. Okay. That's the, kind of the backstory yeah. of this. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well then let's, let's get in. You ready? Yeah. All right. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to rewind. All right. <laughs> All right. There, there's our rewind noise. I told you. Okay. All right. Elizabeth, two years ago. This is what she said. They do nothing but steal your money. Never worked on my brother's case till last minute and gave them the only option but to plead guilty when there is no evidence against them or pay 12K in less than 15 days to go to trial, but said either way they were going to lose, lose with two O's, and risk getting maximum sentence for doing nothing, all caps, exclamation point. That was the longest first sentence there, Robert. Okay, I had to take a breath. <laughs> they do nothing but keep on resetting courts for their own benefit. Five to six months of being hired, and my brothers never saw the judge. Then they withdraw from the case because you've taken so long to decide what to do. When they are the ones that tell you two to three days before court, your only option is to plead guilty for something you didn't do, and they don't have evidence against you. Not professional at all. In the middle of a meeting with us, Robert Callahan, you right here, Robert, says he has to leave. Like, really? Question mark? Question mark? Should have withdrawn from the case when not all the money was paid to you yet. Thanks for nothing. End of review. Okay, we're going to go line by line because some of this. <laughs> Your face is red. It's hilarious. Okay, no for the audio. Some of this, no for audio. We got to put the, the face in there. I, I And it's mostly because. I would say half of this, I don't even understand. So you're mm. going to have to really break it down for me and the audience. Cause again, I'm not, I'm not getting it, but yeah, let's get through it because she's clearly like some, this happened. She's upset. She wants to leave this review. Yeah. So let, let's, let's dive through it. Yeah. Okay. And I think part of it too, is that language is um, a little bit of a barrier for this family because sure. they're, they're native Spanish speakers. Oh, okay. So that might be a little bit of the grammar. Gotcha. Stuff. A little bit of the grammar stuff. And it really wasn't even that bad. We've seen some, Really bad ones. So this is not even too bad. Um, okay, so let's let's start off by the first. <laughs> she leads right off, right? She wants she wants to hit it hard here. They do nothing but steal your money. You never worked on my brother's case till last minute. We're gonna usually we go sentence by sentence, but this is like a huge run on sentence. So we're just gonna say they do nothing but steal your money. Never worked on my brother's case till last minute. I'm gonna ask a question and then I want you to talk about this. Sure. So someone brings someone comes to you mm-hmm. first interaction. They, they say what blank has happened to me. Mm-hmm. And then you evaluate if it's, if it's something that you can work on or you have time for, or how does that work? And then explain what she's talking about. Yeah. All the above. Yeah. So, um, to answer your question, when, when someone comes to you and says, Hey, I've been in trouble. One of the first things that you need to know is where are you in the docket? Okay. Like, so did you just get arrested yesterday or are you okay. set for trial tomorrow? Gotcha. Has, happened before okay gotcha um didn't happen in this case but okay um you want to assess like where they are in the process we were the second or third attorneys on the case at at the point that we got in oh by the way i I usually have to be more careful about information that could be construed as confidential information yeah yeah please the things that we're talking about here obviously because they're on google 
they're public. But then yeah. uh, a lot of the transactional stuff, like things that happened in court, that's public record. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll get to, I'm sure at some point, some of the evidence in the case that they actually made public. Gotcha. Um, okay. And so there, there's a, a lot uh, more that we are able to talk about here in this case than we are in typical cases. But, um, but yeah, so the... Um, you want to determine where they are in the process um, so that you know how long do I have to work on the case. Like, are we talking like, you know, I've got a week to prepare, I've got six months to prepare, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. They, I'm getting ahead of it, but we, okay. went, we had probably three or four different arraignment dates for these two brothers where we were in court in front of a judge. Oh, wow. So okay. it's kind of funny to say... <laughs> You never saw the judge, like yeah. We that, actually saw the judge a few different times, right? Yeah. And plus the times before we got in on the case, yeah. so true. Kind of, kind of wonky, but yeah, yeah. So, do we, you go back? So you said two other, um, two other lawyers had looked at this before y'all yeah. did. Do they? Do you like call them and talk to them and like, hey, what did y'all find out, or or do you just start fresh? And not worry about anything. Yeah, sometimes the uh, I mean, there's there's usually some sort of exchange with the other lawyers, even if it's just sort of a, as a courtesy, like, hey, what am I stepping into if sure. I take this case over? Yeah. Um, and especially if if you know that if you've seen that the case is around for a while, mm-hmm. you kind of want to know, like, I mean, if it's been going on for like a year, you're usually towards resolution, whether that be trial or plea or dismissal or whatever. Sure, it is. So sure. it's kind of like if I'm stepping in this case at this point in time. What am I getting myself into? Okay. So there's that. And plus you have exchange of information, like the lawyers will pass the file, yeah. um, you know, to the, to the next lawyer okay. and things like that. Yeah. So um, you do have prior contact with the, with the other attorneys. I can't remember who was the attorney before us on this or, or what kind of interaction we had with them. But most of the time lawyers are, uh, our, our bar is congenial enough that, if someone else is stepping in on a case, we kind of understand like, Hey, it's just business. It, mm. it might be that a client prefers someone's personality over here better. Sure. They want to try to get a different result. Yeah. Sometimes they'll actually hire new attor- attorneys as a way of stalling a case. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. So there's lots of different reasons. Huh. So all these tactics, yeah. man, all the things. Yeah. Okay. Well, so like why, and well, and she mentions, well, look, okay, let's get to the, Let's talk about the money thing here because she says, steal your money. So let's get to the 12K line and then let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. So she's basically saying, uh, did, did nothing but steal your money. They do nothing but steal your money. Never worked on my brother's case till last minute. Gave them the only option, gave them the only option, but to plead guilty when there's no evidence against them or pay 12K in less than 15 days to go to trial. Okay, let's stop right there for a sec. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. So, you, okay, again, going back to, my TV shows that I've seen. So plead guilty so that they're like, she's, is she talking about a plea that was on the table for this or something? Or like there was an option. Yeah. Okay. So that's what she's talking about. Okay. So the, the dynamics here, you had big brother, little brother. Okay. And it's kind of like that, that scenario where like little brother follows big brother around little brother will do whatever big brother says sure. kind of a thing. Gotcha. So little brother got in trouble basically because he was trying to help big brother. Okay. Um, and big brother was uh, in trouble if I remember correctly for resisting arrest and assault on a peace officer. Okay. And okay. Um, the, if I remember correctly, the police showed up to serve an arrest warrant and the the big brother took issue with the fact that the police didn't have the physical warrant 
okay. at the time. And I okay. want to say, man, I want to say that little brother was the one that they were after at that point in time, gotcha. or it may have even been okay. a third party, but uh, big brother got involved okay. and, and wrestled with the police. Do they need a physical warrant? No. And they that's don't. a great okay. question. Thank you for asking. Yeah. That. Yeah. No because in, in movies and TV shows, you, you, know, you always people, see that. Yeah. You see the paper the paper and, yeah. and everything's digital now. Sure. So okay. You're like, they, but no, they don't have to show you the gotcha. physical paper. If they say that they have a warrant and this goes, kind of goes to a, a longer rant, you're not going to win an argument with an officer about your case on the roadside. Okay. You know? Yeah. So like don't, right. don't, if you're getting pulled sure. over for a ticket, you don't argue with the officer. You yeah. don't fight with it. You get a lawyer. Sure. You fight it in court. Gotcha. But is, is that scenario is like, he wanted to see the physical warrant. Um, oh, okay. wasn't happy about that. Okay. Um, got into it with the officers. They didn't arrest him there. And then instead they came, they went and got a warrant for him. They came back and, and arrested oh, big brother later. Got you. Okay. So, um, so that was the, so that was the dynamics going into okay, it. Okay. That's the dynamics here. Yeah. And then we have in our firm, uh, a fee structure for most criminal cases, rather than it being by the hour, just kind of depending on the, the case and the dynamics, rather than it be by the hour, we charge a flat fee. Gotcha. There's one flea if we're able to. One flea. One flea. All the fleas. One flea. Only fleas. No money. (laughs) We're cheap. Um, (laughs) There's there's one there's one fee that we charge if we can get the case dismissed or if we can get it reduced to a lesser charge and the client is happy with that. Or if we can get some sort of plea deal that they're happy with. Okay. If not, that means that we there's no other option. We're gonna have to go to trial. So we'll charge more for a trial. Gotcha. There's more time and there's more preparation involved in getting ready for a trial. Okay. So in this case, I can't remember what the initial fee was but apparently the trial fee was 12,000 because they were taking umbrage with paying that additional 12,000. Oh, uh, okay. That's how I read that. Got uh, you. When there's no evidence against them. And then 12,000 or less. And then in that is that due or that's owed in a certain amount of time before you they go before you go to trial? Yeah, and the purpose okay. of these dockets, the arraignment docket that I mentioned earlier which also sort of serves as a pretrial docket in the in the federal court. The purpose of that is to tell the judge, this is the way that we're headed. Okay. So we're at the fork in the road. Are we getting rid of this case without a trial or are we going to have a trial? Okay. And so that, that docket happens a certain number of days before a trial happens, let's say like 30 days. Sure. And so that's the point that our contract will actually stipulate like, Hey, by this point in time, we need to know what we're doing. You need to prepare. And so if we're going to go to a trial, that means that you need to hire us for the trial. You need to pay for the trial. So then is it like, um, you know, when you buy a, you know, uh, this is my most recent example. Like we, we purchased this metal or steel and it's like, you know, we bought like $2,000 worth and it was like a, a net 30 or net 60. And people, you know, when you do contractors, it's typically, Okay, you got to pay this at some point in the right. future. Is that like this in this scenario, or yeah. are you saying, "Hey, we're not even going to prep for trial unless we get the money up front"? No, so that that's a great point. So there comes a point in time where, regardless of whether you're paid or not, a court may hold an attorney's feet to the fire and make them try a case. Okay. So if I'm hired on a case gotcha. and I get Fifty percent of what I'm supposed to get for the initial fee. Sure. And then we get to a point where it looks like we're going to trial. I haven't been paid for the other fifty percent. Plus, I've got you know yeah. like a, a trial fee that I'm still trying to get. Sure. You know, the judge may give me a little time yeah. to to try to get that from the client, but they're not yeah. going to give me a lot of time. A lot of time. And so, a lot of judges will. Uh, judges don't love for, especially if a case is older, if there's mm-hmm. been more than one attorney on it, they don't sure. love for attorneys to hop off the case because yeah. then they've got to appoint someone or they've got to start the process of yeah. a new hired attorney, whatever. Yeah. 
So, um, you know, long story short, like when you, if you're a welder, um, you get paid to put metal together, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, if if you don't pay me, then I can take the metal apart, or I can refuse yeah. to put the metal back together. If sure. I have, if I'm a sculptor, I make a statue. If you don't mm-hmm. pay me, I don't finish making the statue. Yeah. As an attorney, what you have is your time. Yeah. That's for sure. it. Yeah. And so, um, we really have to. Unfortunately, we've been in enough circumstances where people they don't they get into situations that they didn't anticipate getting into mm-hmm. or they have good intentions and then life happens car breaks down somebody yeah. gets sick you yep. know lose work whatever have you sure so now you've got this uh expensive vehicle that you've purchased mm-hmm. and you can't put gas in the tank yeah yeah and so um that's that's essentially i, I think the well that was part of the dynamic so what what happened here is basically we got to the point where we needed to make a decision about trial or mm-hmm. not and all the all the wisdom and the legal advice given to them was, we're going to do whatever you want us to do, but it's not a good idea for you to head to trial. Sure, they don't like that bad news. Yeah, they want us to be you know gung ho. Yeah, uh, you know this is we're going to fight for you and make everything that exists go away somehow. Sure, um, some razzle dazzle. Yeah. Use your magic and all those things. Yeah, yeah. pluribus unum, all that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and so they're they're holding payment hostage, basically. I got you. um, And so the yeah, and so the 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 conclusion was well, we're not going to pay because we feel like we've paid enough, Mm -hmm. and we don't like the news that you're giving us. Yeah, for sure. And now a word from our sponsors. So, yeah, I, I think here I'll read the final part and then I'll, and I'll say something, but it's you kind of just said it. But, you know, they said 12K in less than 15 days to go to trial, uh, but said either way uh, they were going to lose and risk getting a, a maximum sentence. And then in, in all caps for doing nothing, you know, mm-hmm. and and OK, so re- these reviews and we've mm-hmm. done, you know, a bunch of these episodes now and, and you know, most of them it's uh the server brought cold food or uh, this thing, this, this customer or this employee didn't know enough about this product. And I was upset. Here's a one-star review. Um, And, you know, you can see the, you can read the emotion and why they're upset and stuff. This Robert is like, (laughs) we're not talking about next level. Yeah. A a $12 hamburger. Like, you know, so I, I can see, you know, family is in trouble here. It's a, it's a lot of money to fight these cases. It's it's a uh, and I'm I'm singing to the choir, but it's like you know you go through this every day with with your clients. But I'm, I imagine it's just emotionally draining, and mm-hmm. and you still have to like you live your life too, and you got to yeah. work and all these things. So like, I, I I can understand where the stress is coming here and why like <laughs> I'm gonna leave this one star review, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, like you said, you you're doing your best and to say hey. This is, you know, you're you're trusting me to tell you what we should do here. Right. Going to trial that doesn't it, it doesn't sound like the right path. It's going to be more expensive. Right. We're probably going to lose or not get the right result anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's just go this first route. And yeah. I, I I get it. I get why they want to keep fighting, but they're also paying you for your 
you're you're smart, you're brilliant. Like you yeah. know this world. Yeah. Like trust you, kind yeah. of thing. But I can see where it can get frustrating. It's a really hard dynamic, and it's yeah. actually I I call it the war on two fronts. Okay. And so what happens is that we're fighting for our clients with the prosecutors, sure. saying like, hey, they don't have a criminal history. Mm-hmm. This was a you know a kind of an aberration. They're circumstances is weird high stress um you know they're not native uh, english speakers like there's all these different things that mitigate and factor in yeah so like you know give us a break take it easier on this client Mm -hmm. and the prosecutor you know if they're stiff-necked then they're just like no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it you know or even if they do have grace and they um you know offer a more lenient sentence that doesn't necessarily mean that the it's going to like what that sentence is. Sure. So you're having this battle with the prosecutor for your client, mm-hmm. and then you turn and then you talk to your client, and you're saying like, "This is these are our options. This is what's on the table. Yeah. I don't set the rules. This is you know I don't create the offers. I can't make sure. you get the the offer that you want." Yeah. And then you have conflict with the client, so you're fighting with your client too, or yeah. the fa- client's family, and so it really feels like you're fighting this war. Yeah. You're caught in the middle. Yeah. And this is why it's really important for for our office. I think the the thing that we do really well is that the interior culture of our office is such that it's that we're very supportive of one another. Cool. Because there are days, I mean, there have been weeks, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Bro, uh, weeks where I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. And so sure. the things that the things that that sometimes bring me to work, yeah. it, sometimes it's not the work. Sometimes it's the people that I'm working shoulder to shoulder with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I know. You're going, you're going day in and day out with them, and mm-hmm. yeah, you're on, you're, and you're like in this this same uh, realm and field, and yeah. you're like supporting each other, even though you may be working on kind of separate cases. But yeah. um, I mean, that that is that's kind of the support. That's why you don't do it by yourself, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So, and the, and the other thing is too, like with with this particular case. When, when they're hiring us and uh, we tell people you're going to be paying, it, it's it's not a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. That's not all going to us. That's yeah. going like we have an investigative firm that works in the building above us that sure. we hire for all of our cases. Oh, it's interesting. a former peace officer, a certified uh, investigator for uh, criminal defense. Okay. Um, I mean, like these guys, we're talking like they get dismissals on capital murder cases. Wow. Okay? And so like um, – they know what they're doing. We have yeah. to pay them. Yeah. You know, so like some of that money goes to them. Goes to them too. Um, but what's really funny about this case is that so when the police where where Big Brother's case really stemmed from okay. was that when the police showed up to serve Big Brother with the arrest warrant, okay. Big Brother starts his phone camera, he's in his truck. Oh man. And the first thing you see is like four police officers in front of this truck. Okay. Guns pointed at the window. Get out of the car. Don't do it. Turn it off. Turn it off. Get out of the car. What? And the th- and the reason why this cuz he had his camera on? Bro, this is on Facebook. Oh. He Facebooked live this whole thing. No. And I a, a year ago it was still up there. I haven't looked wow. recently to see if it was up there, but he like yeah, so he put this whole thing on so when I got the evidence in the case, yeah, they gave me a DVD of his Facebook page. Oh my word! And it had this video on it. So yeah. like the police are like, "Get out of the car! Get out of the car!" Yeah, yeah. So he's not moving. He's not budging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so like they start, they start like tugging on the door handle, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Just don't do it! Don't make this hard! Don't make it! Get out of the car!" Yeah. 
he's not, but he starts, you know, driving the car, almost hits one of the officers, and they're okay. like hanging onto the car, they're beating it with the batons, like shattering the glass and Dang. stuff like that. And he just takes off. Okay. And like, I mean, they, to their credit, they don't shoot after him, but okay. like, but yeah. man, they just he just he takes off. Wow. Windshields all busted open, and he's in like you know the camera's moving around, and he's like <laughs> looking in the rear view with the camera, and he's like, I fear for my life. I had to leave because I fear for my life. I fear for my life. I fear for my life. And he keeps saying it okay. to the point that it gets rhythmic. What? And like, and and like there was a there was a point, I kid you not, where I'm like in my office, it's like a Saturday, there's not a lot of people around, and I'm just watching this video. And he's just, I'm fear for my life. I fear for my life. And I'm like, I fear for my life. 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 They shot me. Like I'm like, what is he doing? Oh my god! Um, but yeah, he, he's, he streamed the whole thing on Facebook. So that's the evidence. Oh, I love. I mean, not love that, but right. that is, it's like an auto tune going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I fear, yeah. Yeah. fear yeah. from a yeah. yeah. So like, I, you know, when I. There's oh. there's only so much you can do. Sure, <laughs> you know, in certain, so much. In certain cases. Oh my gosh! Did he have the phone on until they they caught up to him, or they like they they let him go because they knew who he was. Oh, so they're like, okay. we know who you are. We well, know you yeah, work. Sure. You own this place. Yeah, we know yeah. where you live. Yeah, we're like this come is back. dumb. Yeah, Jeez. and they did. You oh know? my goodness. And so, so then was this more about the? So this was more about Big Brother. Yeah. Not little brother, right? The, what she is talking about, yeah. Elizabeth. Here. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we're, we're we're gonna go through the rest here. I think it's funny. Well, it's not funny. None of this is funny. <laughs> it's comical, but it, right? the first part of this, really, that that's she's explaining what happened. Right. She's frustrated. This could have been enough for just the review, mm-hmm. right? But now she's like, oh no, I'm gonna keep going here. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna keep telling you <laughs> what happened. So like, really, this is just. It's just breaking it down more. But then she goes on to say, they do nothing. She's mentioned that a few times now. She's frustrated. Mm-hmm. I get it. They, they do nothing but keep but keep on resetting courts for their own benefit five to six months of being hired. And my brothers never saw the judge. Okay, so we talked about, you know, the judge three or four times, right? Yeah. Okay. I, explain to me, Robert, I don't get what this means by they keep resetting courts for their yeah. own benefit. So you can reset a court. Is it a court date? Or I don't understand. So uh, what she's referring to in resetting the court dates is that arraignment slash pretrial date that we talked about. Earlier. Oh, okay. So it's not the actual trial date. Gotcha. It's it's basically the approach to the fork in the road. Okay. And so oh, we're kind of okay. we're constantly hitting the reset button for this guy, walking backwards, you know, several yards, so okay. that we can figure out our plan as we're getting to that to fork move in the forward. Road. Yeah. Okay. And and the problem was. Little brother, he had the better he had the better case, and sure. he had he had a pretty good deal. Okay, but he was very dependent on Big Brother, just from an emotional standpoint. Okay, um, they're in the same tank together and everything. Gotcha. And so, okay. um, and so he was following Big Brother's lead, and Big Brother didn't want to plead on anything. Uh, okay, um, and part of that too, I think there was some immigration issues that played a dynamic. Um, Okay. And so, like, you know, they were concerned about their immigration status if they were to plead yeah. to a felony, sure. federal felony. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, <clears throat> so, you know, little brother, he's, you know, biding time, kind of figuring out what big brother's going to do. And big brother wants a trial. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ironic things is we ended up eventually, you know, what it was clear, 
they didn't Big Brother didn't want to make a decision. At least he didn't he didn't like the options. He thought that there should be some other options out there. Okay. Um, and so when he got to the point that like, no, I'm this is gonna go to trial, but I can't pay you because I'm in jail and good luck getting it from my family. When the new attorney came in on the case, I if I remember correctly, because the case had been reset so many times, yeah. the little brother got his case dismissed <coughs> because of a speedy trial violation. Really? So inadvertently, it ended up her, helping uh, little brother. Ah, uh, okay. And I and I can't remember what happened to Big Brother. I I can't remember if he was sentenced to something. I'll I'll check in on that and maybe I can sure send that information to you. But yeah, uh, we can do a follow up on yeah, it. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> so. Well, okay, and I'm like choking here, so that's the <laughs> coughing here. Um, okay, next line. Uh, th- okay, again, you have to explain some of this. So then, then they withdraw from the case. Oh, because you take. Okay, so now this goes to the. So you've said we're moving on. Yep. There's a new attorney that steps in. Yep. Now, so now that would be four, right? Two before you. Right. You one after. Are they? Are they pay, like it, those fees don't just roll to the next attorney? Like you have to, right. you have to pay each yeah. attorney, right? right? Yeah. I mean, and again, you know, we don't have to get into like specific numbers, but this is probably getting expensive now, right? So if I or, remember correctly, the first two might have been appointed. Oh, okay, court we appointed. Were, okay, we were hired, and gotcha. then I think that the last one was appointed. Got you. And court appointed is you no. Know, I don't know. I'm just going to say it. Like, are they not the cream of the crop? Are they like, are they just starting out? Are these like fresh? That's a really fair question. And it's really hard for, so in my, my answer is skewed by, I think McLennan County because our bar is pretty good. Okay. Um, We've got about a hundred attorneys that are on the court appointment list and we don't have a public defender's office. So what happens is that people like myself who are in private practice will say, hey, I'll also take some court-appointed cases. Oh, and okay. And so those court-appointed cases, they they pay like so much less than the value of a, a regular sure. case, but you know, it kind of you know, supplement income kind of a thing. Oh, I got you. So okay. our bar, because we don't have a, 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 a court-appointed attorney's office, a public defender's office, mm-hmm. um, our, we've got just a lot of private attorneys that, for the most part, are pretty, you know, concerned about the well-being of their clients. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. And so they're they're pretty decent at okay. what they do. So like, that makes sense. I, and what, so what I tell you know people, I mean, there's some some great attorneys in Waco. There's some not great attorneys in Waco, but you know, you've got a one in one hundred chance of yeah. getting a, you know a, a really great attorney. Oh, okay. Basically, and there's there's literally like a wheel. It's like a carousel. It's just. Sure person on the wheel is, oh. is the one that gets it. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't understand how that okay. worked. So is Waco not large enough to have a public defender's office? Right. Not at this point. There's okay. been a lot of talk about it. Um, okay. Different officials and things like that. Gotcha. But yeah. So it's, so, so in this case, um, I believe that they got a court appointed person after that now. And, and so when I say that my, my opinion is skewed, like in other counties, I can't speak for the quality of the bar there. So I don't know. Sure. And, and you do hear a lot of things about, yeah. How people that have you know public uh, appointed attorneys are just they feel like they're they've been railroaded, um, and that can be whether they were literally I mean whether they were actually um, screwed over or not. If they walk away from the experience feeling like they weren't heard, yeah, you know, then that's that's 
that's not right. That's yeah. that's unfair. That's unfortunate. Sure. And so okay. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, thank you for explaining that. Um, okay. So then they. Okay. So we'll just finish this up here. So they said when. When they are the ones that, t- okay, so she said they've taken so long to decide what to do. When they are the ones that tell you two to three days before court, your only option is to plead guilty to something you didn't do, and they don't have the evidence against you. So, again, just going back to the very I beginning. Fear for my life. Yeah. I, oh, I, I fear, fear for, for my, my life. life. Auto-tune. Auto-tune. <laughs> no. Uh, that'll be on YouTube here next week. Uh, so, <laughs> she gets, she's just saying, like, back to the beginning, and you you knew this. It was like, hey, there's we probably should just not go to court here. That's not right. the right option. So she's, again, she's frustrated. Um, not professional at all, you know, just still throwing jabs in here. Like just going to read your other Google reviews that are five stars and just knowing other people in town that know you, like you're clearly extremely professional. So I don't, well, again, you. it's just emotions here, right? Yeah. She's frustrated, all that stuff. Um, not professional at all is what she says. In the middle of a meeting with us, you said you had to leave. So what, what happened there? Do you remember that? What she's talking about? It was two years ago. So <clears throat> two years ago. So, I mean, this had to be pre, it was pre-pandemic because we weren't doing. Yeah, because it would have happened pre, but she left the review like literally when, that's actually fascinating you bring that up because now it just says two years ago. It doesn't say like two years and one month ago, right. or, but like we're right at that two year mark when yeah. COVID happened. So I, you wonder if it's right around all that happening too. It, I, I know <clears throat> it was well before COVID. And it, it had to do with picking a child up from school or a doctor's appointment or something. But I sure. remember I remember going into the meeting with them and I they would they would kind of just show up sometimes, sure. which we discourage because you're not gonna necessarily find your attorney there. Yeah. Um, but I think if I if I remember correctly, we we scheduled this meeting because they were Spanish speakers, it was my partner and myself and uh, one of our staff members that's also bilingual. Um, and I, going into the meeting, I knew that I had a limited amount of time. Told them that up front. Told them that sure. when we scheduled it. Yeah. And as we approached that time, it yeah. just you know became the case that I had to leave. Sure. And if I recall correctly, the meeting continued well after five o'clock after I left. Sure. With my partner. With Chris. your partner. Yeah. It, so it wasn't like you left and said the meeting's over. I gotta go. Right. Or like you know, happening. help yourself out. Yeah. Help yourself. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> water lock, in the tap. Lock the door when yeah, you leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. And I, and there's probably multiple meetings that had happened before, yeah. not just this one. So, yeah. um, well, okay, Robert. Oh, and then it finally it ends with. Again, just reiterating, should have withdrawn from the case when not all the money was paid to you yet. Thanks for nothing. So just again, like we talked about in this, it's a it's a case. You have lawyers involved. This is like life going on, like yeah. major life, not just you know you went to a restaurant and didn't like the food. So like to spend time leaving a review, it almost seems like not silly that you would leave a one star review. This just seems so much larger than just a, a Google review, like, yeah. you know, but I, I, I don't know. That's why it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. I, don't I know. think I get it because when you're in a position of powerlessness, especially if, um, you know, black indigenous people of color, sure. um, feeling just generally speaking as though society is against you sure, yep, and you don't have anyone to whom to appeal. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the judge isn't going to take an interest in, kind of stuff yeah um, and so you you feel like you have limited options i just need to vent somewhere vent somewhere to to, to people to know yeah and i'm gonna put that on there yeah so. that makes sense well you had a very nice we won't we're out of time you can go to google you had a very nice response 
uh, to this review too. That's one thing we always check. Not many owners leave responses to uh, one-star reviews. Um, and I, I appreciate that you took the time to do that or anybody from your law firm, whoever it was, but yeah. I, that's, that's good. You know, I think even in frustrating cases and, and, you know, Elizabeth going through that, taking that time to reply there, you know, um, is good. So, um, anything from this case or from this review, did it, when you read it for the first time, whenever that was, did, was there anything you looked, read and like, can we do differently? Is this just like an outlier? Was there, you know, did, did any, uh, I don't say policies in your office, but did this affect in, in any way how you do um, how you do business? It didn't really change how we did business. What, what it what it did was it kind of was like, yeah, I knew that this could uh, this could be a type of case that could bite me in the butt. Mm. Just like it, there, there's high stakes. You, you don't have a lot of information going in sure. on it. Yep. You're the second or third or fourth attorney in yeah. on the case. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of money that you're asking them to pay. And so those are the people that if they don't get exactly what they're wanting, mm-hmm. they're probably going to be the most upset. You're right. So I, I think it was it was more like, yeah, darn it. Like, could have had some peace of mind and if, if I hadn't taken this one on kind of a thing. Sure. Okay. Um, well, Robert, final thing. So Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth right now. Okay. Mm. Maybe I don't look like her. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, if Elizabeth was in the studio right here and you yeah. had, you had kind of a, a final thing to say to her, what, what would be that, that thing you would tell Elizabeth? I feared for my life. I feared for my life. You took the right time. I was going to say, no. <laughs> or, you know, or you pay When's the, the album release drop? <laughs> yeah. When's the, oh yeah, gosh. I just, I'm sorry that, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I always I want people to feel represented and heard and valued. Yeah. And and the, the common dignity of being made in the image of Christ, but at the same time, yeah. I you know, I, I don't I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. The circumstances yeah. I was handed. So Yeah. Cool. I fear for my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs> We will record that next, uh the album. No. Robert Callahan, thank you so much for coming <laughs> yeah. on One Star Rewind. I enjoyed thank it. Thank you. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.